Dream Emporium, Episode 1, The Wish. Once upon a time in the future, on a cloudy day in New York Hospital Wing A, two very anxious 16-year-old twins sat on a bench. Even though they were twins, they looked nothing alike. One sister with blue eyes, very light skin, and honey blonde hair, and another one with dark hazel eyes, olive skin, and raven hair. Suddenly, two greedy doctors came out of the test room and gave a clipboard to them. The test results have come in and, well, he's not going to make it. His cancer is incurable now. I'm truly sorry, girls. We did everything we could. There's not much we could do now. In their budget, that is. You're lying! What? Are you sure there isn't anything else you can do? A scrub? Needle injections? Anything? No, I'm sorry. We- Whatever. You people are hopeless. Can't even save my little brother. Let's go, Skylar. We're finding someone else. But wait, you forgot the- I said we're leaving! Don't bother us again. Luna, the raven-haired sister, grabbed her sister's arms and pulled the crying teenager out of the hospital and onto the sidewalk. Skylar, the blonde-haired sister, curls up into a ball and hugs her knees to her chest silently crying. Come on, Skylar, back to the orphanage. Skylar doesn't budge, so Luna gives her a piggyback ride to their home, a.k.a. the Sunnyside Orphanage where their 11-year-old brother lay in his bed. What did they say, Luna? Um, well, how can I say this? They can't, they can't fix you. I'm sorry. We, we tried everything. I used half of the money we raised. Shh. It's okay. I'm here. We'll find a way, Daniel. I promise. It's okay, Skylar. I already knew I wasn't going to make it. Don't say that. What did Mom say in the hospital before she died? She never lose hope. And? That everything will be all right in the morning because it is a new day. Now you must be wondering what happened to the children's parents. Well, once Daniel was two years old and the parents realized that he had cancer, the father decided to leave, not wanting any part in paying for the treatment. The mother raised the children single-handedly for five years, but became terribly ill. Two months after Daniel's seventh birthday, their mother passed away of leukemia, leaving 12-year-old Skylar and Luna to take care of their sick brother. And so they were moved to the Sunnyside Orphanage, Luna and Skylar used the money their mother had left them to try and find a treatment for Daniel. Now here they were in the orphanage with little money left and a very sick brother. You know what? Why don't we all go to bed and see if we can find another doctor tomorrow? And with that, the kids went to bed. Luna and Daniel fell asleep instantly, but Skylar, on the other hand, was a different story. I know what I'll do. Tomorrow I will go to that big mall nearby and find a job with Luna. Then we will get enough money to get Daniel a better treatment. Just as the twins had fallen asleep, they were woken up very suddenly. Ah! Daniel! Are you okay? What happened? It's just another nightmare, just like last night and the night before and the night before that and, well, you get the point. Daniel, don't talk so loosely about your nightmares. They keep getting worse every night. I think it might have something to do with your meds. Do you want to talk about it? Your nightmare, I mean. I just need them to go away. Isn't there anything you guys can do just to make them leave? I'm so tired. Twin sisters, here screaming, bro. 
brother is sick, sister come quick Turn these nightmares into dreams Strange things unseen This can't be as bad as it seems Gonna get better Just wait and see Luna pulls Skylar into their room and tells her, This is getting bad, Skylar. If Daniel doesn't get any rest, his body won't fight the cancer and will become even weaker. We can't let this happen. Is there anything you need, Daniel? Well, there is one thing that I would like, you know, because I'm probably not going to make it. Anything. We will do everything to get it. Yeah, all we want is for you to be happy again. At last, fun and happy dream. What? How can we do that? I heard the other orphans talking about it. It's in the Great Mall downtown, and it sells dreams. An orphan said that she had gone inside and tried a free sample. She said she was on a pirate ship in space. I really want one. We'll do it. Tomorrow we'll go there and get your dream, no matter what. The next morning, the girls woke up and took the bus downtown to the Great Mall. That will be $2 for two tickets, please. Skylar gave the money to the bus driver and found a seat near the back. So, what's the plan? Um, I'm making it, uh, it up as I go. What? But we need a plan before we get there. Okay, let me think. How about this? We find the store, get a dream, and go home. No, duh. I mean, how are we going to find the store? The Great Mall has 17 floors. It has 18 floors. No, it has 17. 18. 17. 18. 17! Oh my gosh, Luna, it has 18, I'm telling you! Whatever, we'll see when we get there. Now, how are we going to find the store? Well, we'll use a map or something. It can't be that hard to find. Plus, I've already been in there to get groceries for Miss Sunny. It has this high-tech hologram map thingies where you can find any store in seconds. A pretty middle-aged woman on the bus had heard the twins' conversation and had commented on the map thingies Skylar was talking about. They are called Holographic Image Mapping Systems, or HIMS for short. They are easy to use. Don't worry. What store are you looking for? A store that sells dreams. Oh, I have heard of that one. I believe it is on the very top floor. My friends say many good things about it. My name is Barbara, by the way. I'm Luna, and this is my sister, Skylar. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And so the twins continued to talk to Barbara all the way to the Great Mall. They exchanged funny stories and gossip, and the trip was filled with laughter. 
Next stop, the Great Mall. The twins stood up and said their goodbyes to Barbara. Bye, Barbara. Thank you for helping us. You're welcome. Be safe. We will. Don't worry. We hope to see you around. Me too. And with that, the twins were off. They walked to the Great Mall, both in awe of how tall and large the white skyscraper was. They walked through the great entrance and asked a shopkeeper where the nearest hymns was. It is over there, near the seating area, where that man with the purple hat is standing. You see where that large potted plant is placed. Oh, I see it. Thank you so much, ma'am. You are very welcome. The girls followed the shopkeeper's instructions and found the hymns. They quickly found the store on the 18th floor, just like Skylar had said. Yes! What? I told you, 18 floors. Whatever. It says that the store is called Audrey Bridges Dream Emporium. That's an interesting name. Well, let's go into the elevator. The twins rushed to the nearby elevator and pressed floor 18. Here we are. Wow, look at that view. Wow, you're right. Luna and Skylar admired the view of the skyscrapers and Central Park on that clear morning. As they looked around the 18th floor, they found the Dream Emporium. Here it is. It's so beautiful. Look at all those globe lights. I think those lights are dreams. Wow. Luna? What? Let's go. Skylar took Luna's arms and dragged her into the store. There were glass cabinets lined with dreams of every possible scenario in the world. The whole store was an explosion of every single color in the entire universe and beyond. The twins had to shield their eyes and wait a few seconds before their eyes adjusted to the bright colors. As they walked through the store, the girls noticed something. Skylar crouched down to a dream labeled Jungle Adventure. Hey, look, there are little people in there running around. Wow, that's so cool. I'm guessing what's going on in there is a dream. A group of employees noticed the two girls crouched over the dream. Okay then, we will be taking a grand tour of Audrey Bridges' dream emporium. Welcome to the emporium. Let us be your guides today. Welcome to the emporium. All your dreams are just stepping. Jungle adventures. Dancing in the stars. Castles and spaceships and mountains and so much before the dream had the chance to float away. The employee gave the dream to Luna and told her, Now you're in the Emporium All your dreams are but a grasp away Just be careful if you drop it They may run away Especially this one. Why? Well, because this dream's characters are very adventurous. So if this dream escaped, it would go on adventures and then never want to come back. Oh, I see. Welcome to the Emporium, let us be your guides today. Welcome to the Emporium, all your dreams are just stepping. Jungle adventures, dancing in the stars, castles 
just what it's supposed to look like. Okay, I'm going to pour this solution on the dream, and instead of putting you to sleep and having the dream, you will be half conscious. It's kind of like being in a VR game, which is why we need such a large and empty room. You're going to be walking and talking like you are right now. And don't worry about hitting walls. As long as you follow the main characters, you will be fine. The employee took a small bottle with clear liquid out of her employee apron and poured three drops of it onto the dream. All of a sudden, the dream's frog green color was more foggy and diluted. Okay, once I leave the room, you're going to smash the dream on the floor as hard as you can, and a colored vapor, frog green in this case, will appear. Then you will be transported to the dream. Got it? Got, Got it. it. The employee closed the door, and Skylar and Luna did as they were told. I wonder if this trailer is anything like movie trailers. Well, we'll see in a second. Luna held the small silver chain and slammed the sphere onto the gray mattress. Green fog erupted from the shattered globe and filled the room. Whoa, it's like thick green fog. Skylar, give me your hand. I can barely see you. Where are you? I can't see you. Follow my voice. Wait, it smells misty. Look, I'm starting to see trees. Where? In the distance. You'll see them if you squint very hard. Oh yeah, they're becoming more apparent now. I think we've arrived in the dream. Welcome, architects. I'm Dean, your leader, and this is my assistant, Violet. Uh, assistant? Really? Well, it's better than the last time. 
We are in the Amazon jungle near the Akatak tribe. I believe that they can give us a clue about the location of the gold temple. And the tribe might get scared, so we need to show we are no threat by leaving out weapons on the campgrounds. So leave your guns here. I don't know. What if the tribe is violent when they get scared? Oh, they will. Just not if we are afraid. They can smell fear. I never knew any human could smell fear. Humans? <laughs> oh, you thought it was a tribe of humans? No, this is a tribe of gorillas. Oh. I just hope the Russian mafia hasn't gone to the temple yet. They think that the Metzidi statue holds some godlike powers and will do anything to bring it back to their leader so they can rule the world. Let's go then. Whoa, hey, I'm the head here, so when I say go, okay, let's go. The girls followed Dean and Violet through the thick Amazon forest, observing the interesting flora and fauna. What is that called? Skylar was pointing at some ripe brown nut-like fruit the size of small plums that were attached to a vine. Those look very good, and I was starting to get hungry. Skylar tentatively started to grab the nut. Suddenly, a whack of a stick hit Skylar's hand. No, don't touch that. Ow! That hurt. Why did you do that? That is a highly poisonous vine. Skylar, we're in the Amazon rainforest. All these plants could be dangerous. You should be more careful. This one especially. It's called Carrer. It's used as an arrow poison in some tribes. It's terrible. If you have just the slightest cut, the poison will get into your systems. You'll experience paralysis of your respiratory systems and will be conscious as you slowly suffocate to death. Don't ever touch it. Whoa, that's scary. Hurry up, girls. We're almost here. Dean had not yet seen one bit of the incident and had continued pretty far until he realized the girls weren't following. The girls ran up to Dean and they continued through the jungle. Suddenly, they heard a blood-curdling roar. What was that? That is a very good question. I don't know and I don't want to know. We have to continue. Once we get into the gorilla tribe, we'll be safe. Hurry now. The group had only walked a few miles when they arrived at a very high bamboo forest. We have to get to the middle. That's where they are. The group raced through the bamboo forest, afraid the creature that had roared would take interest in them. This must be the right way. Come on. They continued the path and arrived in a clearing. This is it. We've arrived. The clearing revealed large nests made of leaves, grasses, vines, and other vegetation. A baby gorilla had noticed the visitor's arrival and curiously took a sniff at Skylar. Aw, it's so cute. Maybe, but its mom won't be happy. Just as Dean had spoken, a large female charged towards the baby and hurried it away from Skylar. When she noticed that the group wasn't afraid, she too took a curious sniff. The group had now attracted the gor- all the gorillas, including the huge dominant male. The male grunted at them to get in front of the gorillas. Violet held out her hand, unafraid. The male took a sniff, grunted, and walked off to eat some food. The gorillas took this as a sign that the humans weren't a threat, and one started playing with Skylar's long honey blonde hair. I think we'll be safe now. Suddenly, a roar erupted from nearby, and a huge orange and black figure knocked a large female over and all the gorillas panicked. Just as fast as the tiger had leapt through the gorilla nest, the dream stopped. It was like somebody had hit a pause button. Of course, Skylar and Luna were still screaming and closing their eyes when they realized they couldn't hear the loud commotion that was happening. Luna peeked through her eyelashes and noticed that the dream was dissipating and transforming back into the green vapor. The sphere that Skylar had broken floated up into the air, reformed, and sucked the green vapor back into itself. 
That, that was, was awesome. Terrifying. The door of a large empty room opened and an employee walked in. So, how was it? Wait, that's it? Yep, that was just the trailer. Do you guys want to buy it? How much do they cost? It's $35 for one. Whoa, we, um... Also, you might want to make your decision fast, because the store closes in 15 minutes. I have an idea. Just follow along. I think we need some time to think. Can we stay here and then get out once we've made our decision? Sure, just be out by the time store closes. The Emporium employees leave and close the door. Luna brings Skylar closer to her and whispers. Here is what we are going to do. I noticed a vent in that far corner. I'm going to get on your shoulders and open the vent. Then I'm going to climb into the vent, reach down, then pull you up. We'll wait until the store closes, climb back down, steal a dream for Daniel, climb back up, find the vent closest to the elevators, climb back down, take the elevator down, and take the bus home by six. Miss Sunny's curfew. Easy peasy. Wait, so up the vent, down the vent, up the elevator, wait, no. You know what? Just follow me. Luna headed towards the vent, climbed onto Skylar's shoulders, and started removing the vent. Luna, hurry up. You're really heavy. I know. Two more seconds. Got it. Okay, now get off me. You're going to ruin my shirt. Luna held onto the edges of the vent and slowly pulled herself up. Then she held out her hand to Skylar. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dream Emporium will be closing in 15 minutes. Please make your way to the checkout lines. Hurry, the employee is going to check on our room any minute now. I'm trying. Just as Skylar had begun climbing up, the girls heard the door creak open. Come on. With a giant tug, Skylar was in the vent just as the employee walked in the room. The twins held their breath. The employee had walked right under the open vent. When she realized the girls weren't there, she left, closing the door behind her. Oh my gosh, that was close. Okay, let's go. The twins continued with their plan and decided to steal the jungle adventure dream because it seemed very exciting and adventurous with energetic characters. Just what Daniel needed. They found the shelf where there was a rolly ladder that was just high and close enough for the twins to climb down from the vent and onto the emporium floor. They went to the shelf where the jungle adventure dream was supposed to be, but found it to be switched with the unicorn ride dream. Skylar hopped on Luna's shoulders and reached up for the dream but her hand hit the glass cabinet. Can't you boost me up more? I I'll try. Luna boosted her a bit higher so that Skylar was on her knees on Luna's shoulders. She opened the glass cabinet. Just as she touched the fog green dream, Luna started to wobble. Hold still, I can't reach it. I'm trying. But Luna's efforts were useless and she kept wobbling. I can't hold you up any longer, get down. Just a bit longer, Luna. I've almost got it. Skylar! I'm, I'm tilting! Skylar was now swaying, and she couldn't stop. Her hand slammed into ten dreams, and, their, and all their little silver chains were released. The colored lights floated away into the vent that Skylar and Luna had used to come down. The twins fell onto the ground with a big bam. Ooh.